Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates every single day the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Kyle and I were talking the other day, uh, Kyle Curley, the producer of this show, and I were talking about the number of guests that we've had here toward the end of the year. And the quality of the guests have been just incredible. Um, I can't, I mean, I just can't, you know, it seems my wife said, you know, you're going to have to, and said to me, she said, you're going to have to. Um, maybe go up into the state of Mississippi from time to time, which we do. We definitely do. She she wonders, you know, can we keep the momentum of guests? And I said, what's, what's interesting, there are some, some guests we want to reach back to and stay in touch with because they've got our guest today in just a second is one of those people that you want to you want to stay in touch with them because they're involved in something important in this case economic development um, but there are new people it seems to me that almost every time we turn a rock over three or four more rocks come out from underneath it of people that are doing incredible things in coastal mississippi i never i people i don't know people young entrepreneurs that are doing incredible stuff people who are doing great volunteer work in the community people who you know just doing great entrepreneurs that are taking incredible risks <laughs> i mean it's you know it takes a it takes a, a lot of people to tangle together in a community like coastal mississippi to make it tick and i've just been thrilled as we as we you know, move in toward the end of the year and start to move into 2021, which I keep saying, Lord, have mercy. Where did 2021 go? My goodness, where did it go? I mean, it just literally seems like we were talking about 2020 saying, thank God it's behind us. And we were going into 2021 with momentum. And then we had Delta to deal with. And Wow. But I mean, I don't know. Has there ever been a year that moved past so fast as 2021? I, I, I don't know why that is, but it certainly seems that way to me. Maybe it does to you as well. But uh, but anyway, Happy New Year as we, get, as we inch closer to the new year. Uh, looking back on the holidays, I hope the holidays have been great for you. And um, it's just uh, it's been a, it's been a great year on, on Coast View celebrating so many incredible people, even even focusing on a few important issues along the way. It's been it's been quite a gift. And thank you for listening on 103.1 or Facebook or YouTube, or your favorite podcast or Super Talk TV. We really appreciate you. Uh, we are we're here in whatever form you want to engage with the show. So give us feedback and uh, stay stay tuned. Uh, we have some great guests coming up in 2021. So now let's shift gears. I want to move over to my friend Bill Lavers. Bill is the executive director with the Harrison County Development Commission. Someone we have spent uh, time with periodically because, you know, as as we have seen with Hancock, Harrison, and Jackson County here on the coast, the economic development people are, are jacks of all trade. They're not just focused on economic development, but they're focused on so many other things. And you, we'll remind you here shortly about the, the things that Harrison County Development Commission is involved in. But without any further ado, let me just welcome Bill to the show. How you doing, my friend? Good, sir. Happy, happy soon to be New Year. Yeah, happy soon. I'm, I'm ready to get this one behind us and get into the next one. So I, I I know that I know that there's a but you know what's interesting? I remember I went back and just kind of studied some of my notes of our past conversations, 
so interesting though to to think about it because you know sort of of course you had the initial initial conversation where we uh, talked about the Harrison County Development Commission as a whole and what they're involved in etc and we'll remind some of the some of the details of that here shortly and then as we got close to the COVID oh by the way just before COVID phones are ringing lots of things are happening you know all these different things and then COVID hits, and then the phone's still ringing, you know, still, still activity happening. And uh, yeah. we continue to visit along the way. You've had the opportunity to share a lot of good news with us along the way. But but Harrison County has a great place to do business, isn't it, Bill? It really is. And, and part of the segue that you had coming into this, I hope I live up to the reputation of all those guests that you mentioned earlier. But, you know, it's not one person. It's everybody kind of pulling together. It's, you know, we've got a new port director in John Nass. We've got a new director over in Hancock County and Bill Cotter. And, you know, we, we interact on a regular basis. We, we interact with, with six or eight different groups of people on a regular basis when, when prospects come to town. And it makes the prospects feel good. Um, so it's not you know one person or one team it's 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 kind of like billy says it's one coast we're all pulling together to win because we're competing against the world we're not just competing against the bordering counties or jackson or texas we're competing in the in the global scheme yeah which is fun as we've discussed here on on coastview uh, before the pandemic, there was already an emergence of the new economy with the creative class and the ability to work remotely. And all this is before this is before uh, before the pandemic, which is that people could were were beginning to choose communities where they want to live, and then working. You know, so technology jobs, for example, that you can live anywhere and and work for Facebook or Google or or any other number of, of companies and. But then, the, but then the pandemic comes and it speeds that up. And so you, you're seeing sort of a, a, a coalescence of conversations happening all along the coast because we're a collection of communities that make up coastal Mississippi around the new economy. A lot of mixed use being discussed today, but real focus on trying to, trying to really enhance the communities that make up our coastal community so that people want to live here. And, uh, and so, you know, we'll continue to do the industrial sort of development and, and, and try to attract industrial clients to come here in factories or whatever that might be. But there's a lot to be said for continued conversations around building great communities. And you kind of get to hear it all, don't you? Yeah, and I've got two great examples of that. Um, we had a customer that, and you know, one, it was before, I guess it was before COVID, it was related to NFL. They came and stayed at the Bow. And while they were here, they were like, wow, this is a great place. And they're from Seattle. Well, they bought their first piece of property the first visit we had was Thanksgiving a year ago. They've since bought seven pieces of property in our community and they decided to retire here from Seattle and move their their father and their brother from Florida to Mississippi. So they've bought three houses in the community and they've bought a lot of land in the industrial park. And they love coming here because in their words, they're escaping the communism that is Seattle. And they love, they were here during 4th of July. They love the the, the flags, the patriotism, they just, they, they're, they've been so far removed from that where they live and their business is, is big enough that they can leave the business behind and come here, but they just love 
coming here. We have another example of a, a couple during COVID. They couldn't travel like they normally did. They were from Virginia. They go and stay at the, I don't know, it was one of the casinos. It may have been the bow. I'm not sure. They went back home, said, we're done. You know, our kids are grown. We don't need this big house anymore. We love the people. We love the food. Put a sale sign in the yard. Let's go. He's a plumber. So he's moved his business here. They bought a home in Biloxi. And and and, and a third one, we've got Oceanero that came from uh, San Diego. 45 jobs. Keith and his wife and his two children, they happen to be Catholic. Great place to move to. If you're Catholic, come to the coast. They He hasn't changed out his car tag yet, but they're here. They love it. They're, you know, they were at the mayor's chamber breakfast in December. They, they're, they're getting engaged in the community. They have small children so that, you know, they've got that network they're working on as well. So when people come, they get it. And we haven't even gotten all those things you said we need to do yet. We still don't have the walkability and the, you know, all the stuff the millennials want, but Base hits and bunts score runs, and those are three examples, and there are probably 40 that I don't even know about of, of just, you know, look at December's weather. It's been yeah. 70 degrees, you know. Right. You want to be in Chicago shoveling snow, or do you want to be on the coast but here, working on Zoom or whatever, you know? But Bill, here's the thing that that is so true, and I learned this well after Hurricane Katrina, but it's what it said is that, that, um, that, um, difficult situations, in particular disasters, mm -hmm. speed up trends that were already in existence before the disaster. And then we saw that after Katrina. You know, housing yeah. was an issue after before Katrina. You know, um, you know, diversifying our, our workforce was an issue before Katrina. But what happens yeah. is Katrina hits, and now suddenly all of those trends that might have been out there were just sped up. Now let's take it to the pandemic. Well, you already saw what was the beginning of an exodus of some of the more congested major cities. You saw people starting to want to move out. And you're and now let's just kind of fast forward a little bit. I read just in the past week a study that was done in one major city in California where the the, the I mean significant drop in population just since the pandemic started. And a lot of that's not going to go back. A lot of that's right. remote workers and and this is the point I'm making that in this new economy where workers can choose where they want to live, the pandemic if there was already a trend in that direction, the, what the pandemic did just speed it up. So right. there's a real opportunity yeah. for coastal Mississippi if we can yeah. stay focused on where the opportunities are. And that means really at the end of the day, that means no rest for the weary because that means we're going to everybody's got to work together on multiple fronts simultaneously to win. Because the great yeah. communities like Nashville and Austin and others are, are very focused on this and they get it and they've got alignment. And uh, and that's kind of where we are. Hey, when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna go back to the basics a little bit and tell you about what the Harrison County Development Commission is all about. And then what we'll do is tell you a little bit some of the highlights in 2021, and then we'll look ahead to 2022. But we'll be back after this break. View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. You know, economic development, big, big, big conversation in coastal Mississippi that goes on every single day across multiple organizations and multiple fronts. Today, we're having a conversation with Bill Lavers, who's the executive director of the Harrison County uh, Development Commission. Bill, one of the things, I wanna share something with you. I was on your website and I found something, I, I read this from your website, and I just thought this was sort of a nice, kind of buttoned up way to say about coastal Mississippi. And so I wanna read it. And I just wanna, I want you to talk for a second, just at a high level, how that, why that's important to you in the Harris County Development Commission, and then we'll, I want to know who your commissioners are these days, what, you know, what the various committees are, what the industrial parks are that you're responsible for. We'll come back to all that here in this segment. But here's what it said: the headline was "Welcome to a community community that never stops moving and doing." And then this is what it says, where productivity is showcased in everything from experiential high school development program to, to our skilled retired military now thriving in the workforce. We are an unwavering, we are unwavering in our flexibility. When we see a need or an opportunity, we dig in with a great, with a great, uh, with a great solution. And then there's the 26 miles of coastline that provide an, a door to the heart, heart of America and the countries abroad. All this productivity is set against an unexpectedly uh, uh, breathtaking backdrop, the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Those who live and work here understand that the waterfront is not just beautiful, but a hub for, for business. Even retirees and vacationers are drawn to this beautiful sense of purpose that seems to be in this ocean breeze. I just thought that's a wonderful way to say it. Now, let me, let me get really specific here. Well, I tell you what. I'm going to come back to what I was about to say. First well, of all, let me, respond to that. Well, all right, okay. So that, when we got here, if you notice on our website, it doesn't say the word economic development anywhere. And it doesn't have any properties listed, and that's on purpose. Because in order to find out what we have, you've got to get on the phone with me or Brandy or Marsha or Michelle or Lori or Jason, and we get to talk to you, and we get to have a conversation, and we get to figure out what your needs are. Because I don't want you to be two clicks away from, oh, it's Mississippi, they don't have what I want, I'm moving on to the, you know, wherever. Yeah. Um, there's that. So what we did was we brought in, we, we went out for bid, we had 16 responses for our new website marketing. The company that won was a group out of North Carolina called Trone Brand Energy. They came down here and analyzed what we did. They wrote that because of, not because of us, but because of the resiliency of the coast. They saw that through our eyes and through George Slogel and the people we introduced them to when they were here. And they went back and said, this is what, and the tagline is beautifully productive because that, you know, with all that the coast has been through for all the history that it has, it's a special place. Every city has its own character. Every, every, you know, every, everybody, you know, I, I tell people all the time, if you have a flat tire in Mississippi and you call somebody, you can probably call like one person and they'll be there to help you. And that's not that that doesn't happen all over the country. And if they say, hey, I've got a truck, if you ever need to borrow it, let me know. They mean it. It's not just a gesture. So the people and the culture and the surroundings are pretty, you know, it's a pretty easy sell when you're coming from 
other places. So now go into the history of the commission. So that's, well, that's no, what led up to that. And they got us. So let's that's, do this, that's why let's we do, did that. Here, Here's what I want to – back many years ago, it's back in the 1990s actually, uh, Chavis Sweatman and I flew to Charlotte to meet with Michael Gallus. Do you know Michael Gallus? A major economic development planner in the United States. And, um, and Michael – what Michael did, it was really interesting the way he approached the conversation. He stood up at a map of Mississippi Gulf Coast, and he said, okay, here's – I'm going to show you all how I think about this. And the first thing he did was, you're on the coast. Okay, unbelievable uh, plus. Okay, where's your port? Okay, you got a port. And he's pointing at the port. Then he says, okay, I want to know, okay, what's the highway access look like uh, here? Oh, you got I-10, you got Highway 90. Okay, uh, major pluses. Then he talks about, okay, he says, okay, now does your industrial parks have water access, deep water access? He sees the industrial park. And, you know, and then he goes on from there, and I, and I never cha- I never, never um, uh, was was uh, lost how strong of an impression he made on me. And I, I, I bet Chavis would say the same thing. Actually, when I led the oil recovery efforts in Alabama, the planning efforts after the oil spill for Governor Riley, we actually hired Michael Gallus to come down and spend some time just consulting with us because we, as we were building this model and writing this book about how to best respond to the oil spill, he helped again once again. You know, it was up in age. But his just incredibly smart helped us develop a framework. Our forefathers, 60 years ago, or maybe better than 60 years ago, when they created the Bob Bernard Industrial Park, they they knew what they were doing, didn't they? Yeah, they they that that was truly truly visionary for them to 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 have that idea and to pull it off. I mean, a lot of people have great ideas, but they, you know, they can't find the funding or or the support, but for them to do what they did, it's actually 64 years ago, um, is is unbelievable. Um, and and we're, you know, we're 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 stewards of those great decisions from that long ago still today. So, um, yeah. and and it's it's really it's remarkable to think. I mean, you, we've we've got the map in the front conference room. The 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 channel was supposed to go all the way to Bay St. Louis. We have the original blueprint for that. They they just they they got to the clover leaf and kind of had to stop. Um, but they you know they had a bigger vision than they did. But even what they were able to pull off is remarkable. It really so, is, and then you look at the, if you look at the histories, then eventually you had all these other industrial parks, whether it's Long Beach, Harrison County. You became sort of a water and sewer, uh, uh, you know, provider. Um, tell me, tell a little bit about what the commission is up to these days. What well, not these days? Just let's go. What does it do? Let's go to structure for a second. So yeah. back to those forefathers. They also had a really good plan. So each each mayor appoints a commissioner. Each supervisor appoints a commissioner, and then the governor appoints two commissioners. So there are twelve members of the board. Um, I've been here just over four years, and we've had about a fifty percent turnover on the board because I guess I'm hard to work with or for or something. But but there's been a lot of retirements, and uh, in December with Shorty Sneed after a long term on the board, he. 
he retired and Billy Thornton took his place. Uh, we're going to miss the humor. And if you ever need somebody to win a donut eating contest, Shorty Sneed is your man. Um, and he was instrumental in helping us get the rail brought back to the industrial park. So, and we told him, you got an empty seat at the table anytime you want to come. You know, and, and wherever we're doing something, we'd love for you to be our guest. Um, just because you're not an active commissioner doesn't mean you're not a commissioner. And we, we still have. Um, uh, Don that works at, um, I can't remember his last name, that works at Seaman as a former commissioner. And um, I'm horrible with names, but the chairman of the airport board that lives yeah. in the past, he's a yeah. former, Dave Dave Dennis. Dave Dennis you know, yeah. so, so we know who our previous commissioners are, and we still, Johnny Atherton, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a ton of them out in the community. So we still engage with those former commissioners. So our new commissioners this year, we have uh, John Carter was a, govern, uh, a governor appointee. Uh, we have James Moody was a governor appointee. And then Billy switched out for Shorty. Um, so those were our kind of fourth quarter changes on the team. And, I, and I've told everybody this, especially the commissioners, I would put my team of commissioners and their support level up against just about anybody. Because I think right now we have one of the best teams that we've ever had. So we've, you know, I'll roll them out and hopefully I don't leave anybody out. There are only 12 of them, but I forget one of them all the time. So I've got, I've got Frankie Castiglia from Long Beach. I've got Jimmy Levins from Long Beach. I've got um, Billy, Thornton from Gulfport. I just mentioned John Carter and James. I've got Warren Conway, who's a, a supervisor appointee. I've got Rip Daniels, a supervisor appointee. I've got Jennifer Burke from Past Christiane. I've got Mike Leonard, who's the uh, CAO for the city of Biloxi. And I've got um, Brian Gallot, the shrimp king of Diabraville. Um, who am I leaving out? Mark Schlogel. And I got to go around the table in my head here. I've left somebody out. Uh, anyway, I have a great, great team. And that all their names and their pictures are on our website. So go to mscoast.org. And um, they, they really help me and my team get the things done that we need to do. Um, you know, I come up with some crazy ideas. In, in December, we had a party, and I thought it'd be a great idea to have the cheerleaders do a banner, you know, and like the football team runs through it, and we just have the train do that. Well, when you're standing there with a group of cheerleaders, I didn't know the train was going to come that fast, and it was kind of scary. But we got out of the way, and the banner broke, and nobody got hurt. But that seemed like a really good idea, you know, in the planning stage but in the actual it was a little it was a little hairy but we it's good it was on the news um then we, we try to have fun and and our our commissioners support that oh wendy wendy sweatman's who i left out that right. was my 12th man so yeah um and and all those commissioners come to the table with their own experience level their own ideas and then what i do in my in my time here is I don't want them to ever say, well, Bill Laver said to go do this. It's a team sport. We make a team decision and we go out and execute what the team decided to do. This is Bill Lavers from the Harrison County uh, Development Commission. And when we come back, we'll continue the conversation. Look at some of the highlights from 2021 and look ahead to 2022. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. You know, we were, we're having a conversation with Bill Labor, the executive director of the Harrison County Development Commission. But before we went to break, we were sort of listing the members of your 12-member commission. And uh, you know, I know all of them or know of them. You really do have a dream team to work with, don't you? Yeah, I do. And Wendy's going to really get after me for forgetting him. But, you know. No, he's not. It's, it'll be okay. Actually, it um, creates a moment no, I, for you and I to talk about his his entrepreneurship and his contributions to coast of Mississippi. Some of the best shows I've had are with Wendy Swepman and yeah. Shorty Sneed and and others. But it's a now now think about great that. Think about having Wendy Shorty with twelve donuts, Wendy, Mark Slogel and Brian Gallot. They all sit down at one end of the table. So I, I have, you know, Frankie has to kind of control them because it's kind of the class clown section in some some cases and and wendy's awesome at at one-liners and you know he's very busy and we're all very busy and um he's he's been a great team member they all they're all just i tell them all they're you know i'm here because of them i had opportunities to go to other places i was in a town in kentucky and and you know with all they're going through right now our prayers are with them too but um I got in the car, I hadn't even left the city limits and I called and said, I'm out. And they're like, what? You know, I'm like, no, I didn't, I didn't like the people I met. And then I got here and, and that's why I'm here. So, um, and and the people that have retired or, 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 you know, we've really had a lot of retirements off the board mainly. Um, They've been replaced with people that get what we're doing, which is, which is crucial you know it's it's we're actually just being able to run faster now because we've got team members that aren't as busy and want to be engaged and and really want to hit the ground running so it's yeah 22 is going to be incredible you mentioned they're busy but here's here's what i've often said it's certainly true of me that if you wanted if you wanted something done find a busy person that's just the reality of it right i mean busy people uh, are, are pretty good at managing their time and understand how to prioritize and they know the importance of working in an organization like yours. Hey, when you look back on 2021, what are some of the biggest highlights of the, of the year for you? Well, I had this crazy idea. We had seven acres that had been sitting there for 50 years and I decided, well, nobody wants seven acres, so let's put a street in the middle of it, cut it into six lots and see how it goes. So, I'd never built a street before. I talked about it. I'd seen other people do it. This year we built a street and it was the first street that we built. The development commission has never built a street. So that was a first. And it was the first street that we built in Interplex since 1989. So my guys, Jason, Jeremy, um, and uh, I've had two Jeremy's. One went off to be a realtor in Pensacola. So that's the other thing. I'm kind of like a coach, you know, if you're on my team and you get a better opportunity, go take the better opportunity. You know, if we can give you the skills that you need to go to the next level, go, you know, we're not going to yeah. hold you back. So that was one of the, one of the Jeremy's was like that. Um, and uh, we just, Kevin, Kevin was an example in December. He got a, he got a job to go back to the job he had. They doubled his salary. I couldn't compete with that. You go, Kevin, you know, we love what you did for us, but 
you know, that's better for your family. So, um, so my guys did the infrastructure. We built the road. We partnered with other people to put in curbs and gutters. And I didn't know you had to put down the curbs before you could put down the paving. And I didn't know you had to do it. And it's a very coordinated, you know, choreography of a dance that I will know better the next time. But anyway, we did that. And on that street, five out of six of those lots are already under contract. I also didn't know that you had to complete the street before the city would let you file your plat before you could sell the lots, before you could go take it through our political process to get it approved. So thankfully, we have some very patient um, buyers that are they're willing to do that. So some of the tenants that are coming there, um, Mark from um, um, Wharton Smith, contractors they're going to move their corporate office there we've got a pharmaceutical company coming from california uh my, my old buddy tim mcgee he's my favorite entrepreneur uh he's bought another lot and he's going to put in a building and and whenever we put in a building it gives an opportunity for a new business to come and then we've got one lot left that i don't think will last very long so in for example in um kind of the first week of December, we had three different people come in on the same day from multiple states and multiple cities looking at multiple things in the industrial park. So, and we don't just say, you know, here's our industrial park, here's your white Chevy, have a nice day. You know, we show them a Dodge, a Ford, maybe an electric car these days. Um, so we show them all the parks. So we have Long Beach, we have Socher, and we kind of listen to the customer and figure out what they need, what they want to do, and then try to help them if they're not from here, where's the best place for them to plug in to be as successful as they can in their business. And if it's not in our industrial park, fine. As long as it's in Harrison County, don't talk to me about Jackson or Hancock, but you know, I'm, I'm loyal to the, to the county I work for. So, and in that, um, the county's going to put in a new building on Seaway Road, which will, which will, uh, the the building that is on uh, Community Drive, where you go to get your permits and engineering, and all those folks will get an upgraded 22,000 square foot facility with room in the back for for growth and storage. So that'll be on the south side of Seaway Road, um, and then we also, you know, everybody's talking about Bucky's, and I don't count these deals until I can walk in them, and you know, every time I talk to Stan, I'm like, I right, mean, I got buy some beaver nuggets and I don't want to go to Alabama. So when are we going to open the store? So they're still about two years out. They found some lovely wetlands um, that delayed them about a month. They were supposed to close middle of December, but hopefully they'll close middle of January. Um, and then we, you know, we this year we landed Ocean Arrow because we got Ocean Arrow. There's another company just like them that will, will be back. They've been back. They're going to let us know middle of January. Um, we've, we've had some behemoth is the best word uh, things that we couldn't do ourselves so we had to partner with hcua to handle the volume of water and sewer that this one prospect needed i selfishly think that we're in first place because i don't know how anybody could be any better than what we set up for them to be here with now if we get in a fight with somebody like texas with a big checkbook we're going to lose but we can win on culture community and and passion and and that's kind of you know so we we pick the people that we that are like us you know we're not i don't you know you're gonna probably get mad and the listeners get i don't want to be nashville because nashville can't handle being nashville right now i like being us and if we get five people instead of five thousand that's a good thing because those five people will settle in and you know you've been here a long time 
Jimmy Levins has been here a long time. He tells me all the time. He said, I used to go to the grocery store, knew everybody in there. Now I don't know a soul unless I, sometimes he runs into me. But um, that's what we want. We don't want unbridled growth because honestly, we couldn't handle it. So, you know, base hits and bunt score runs too, especially if you're good at stealing bases. So, um, you know, those are, that's the kind of, you know, we go after the big behemoth deals, but that behemoth deal, for example, in today's world, everybody talks about jobs and economic development. It's more about investment. So that behemoth deal is $600 million, but it's only a hundred jobs. So, you know, we're not we're not getting a Tesla gig factory like they did in Nevada with a thousand jobs. And I mean, if we did, we don't have anywhere for those people to live. We don't we they would just pirate the jobs that are already here. So then they would take a good employee from another company that then would leave that company behind. And every company this year, probably highlighted by covid, they all fight. Everybody's looking for good people. And it doesn't matter whether it's a restaurant, a grocery store, Seaman Composites, U.S. Marine, the cabinet shop, Hartson Kennedy cabinets. They're all looking for good people. When I'm, I was looking for good people. Jeremy, my second Jeremy, is a great person. And we were very, very lucky to find him. He'd gone to Michigan thinking he wanted to go back home and be with family. And he came back and we were lucky to land him. And he's a hardworking, awesome guy that we're glad to have on our team. Um, and and those are that's that's who everybody's looking for. So if we get a behemoth deal, at least we get a behemoth deal with a hundred jobs instead of a thousand, because we don't have a thousand Jeremy's out there. I wish we did, but that's a great segue to talk about next when we go to Seaforce because uh, we're we're creating our pipeline of those opportunities as well. So great year. A um, couple of things that should have happened didn't, but they're still out there. Um, and, you know, it's just it's a great time and, and people are calling. People are still coming. Uh, I think one of the things that we get, we had some folks in from New York a couple of weeks ago and they just love being somewhere where they don't have to wear a mask. They love the freedom. They love seeing how we celebrate our freedom in South Mississippi with the American flag and the patriotism, like I mentioned with the previous customer on 4th of July. And, the, and these folks, like you said earlier, there's a transition to go get away from the bigger cities. But people want to be around people that are like them, too. So, you know, it's not when you go to Austin, it's great and it's cool. But a lot that's that's a mini California in Austin. You leave Austin, you go out to West Texas. If you went to, from California to Austin and you went to West Texas, they would throw you out in about 48 seconds. So, you know, the good thing is we're getting like minded people here and they're investing a lot of money. This is Bill Lavers from the Harrison County Development Commission. It is smart. Smart, healthy growth is really important, especially at this moment with all of the moving around that's happening in the job world. That's why we need to be a great place to live, work in place so people want to live here. When we come back, we'll visit with Bill for the final segment. We'll see you after this. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coastview. We're having a conversation with Bill Lavers, the executive director of the Harrison County Development Commission, and uh, we sort of just kind of re- laid the foundation for the commission, talked a lot about the th- kind of things that are happening in the past year. You know, Bill, as we think forward, if we think about 2022, you guys excited about the, the coming year? Because you got a lot of yeah. things that are in the works, don't you? Yeah, there's, you know, I'm not a very patient person on a good day. But the good Lord reminds me of that on a regular basis. So, you know, some of the big projects that we thought we were going to land in 21 are going to kick to 22. They didn't disappear. They're just they got delayed for one reason or another. Um, So, yeah, we we need we need to just be thankful and grateful for what we have too. you know, that's that's something I try to remind my team that, you know, we this is a unique opportunity because of the things that have happened in the past. The, the vision of the original folks that had the idea for the Development Commission, because of the vision and the money that was spent, when people come from other parts of the country, as bad as Katrina was, now we've got a you know state-of-the-art infrastructure that most of the rest of the country doesn't have. So people want to be here and be part of that. Um, you know, you don't think about water and sewer until your sewer backs up or your water doesn't work, you know, so... Um, but, but yeah, there's a lot to be thankful and grateful for, and there's a lot on the horizon and that we know about, and there's an awful lot that we don't know about, but we're ready. You know, put me in coach. You know, we've, we've got a, a Bill Cork and I have a great relationship with MDA. We're going to go on offense. John Nash and I talked about it the other day. You know, we, for years, I think we've, you know, we're a port, right? We got a port. Well, it's kind of like convincing a Corvette owner that he should be, or a Ferrari owner that he should be a Corvette owner. We've got a Corvette because our port is shallow draft. So let's go talk to the other Corvette owners and leave the Lamborghini and Ferrari guys alone. So we're going to go on offense to shallow draft ports and build relationships because people aren't just going to pick up the phone or throw a dart on the map and say, hey, Gulfport, let's go there. Not only for imports but exports what can we send somewhere else that they didn't know that we had because they didn't know who we are so we're going to go bounce them just like people come and visit us we're going to go on offense and do those kinds of things in a team environment we do the same thing with clay williams um and so we've just got a lot of we got a lot of pent-up opportunity and people want to get out we had our, our coastal partnership uh, luncheon, and those are all, they don't like being called retirees, but they are, and they're old. I mean, you know, I'm old, but they're older than me. And we had 40 people RSVP, and they couldn't wait because it was the first time they'd gone out and done anything since March of 2020, not 2021. So it was the first face-to-face thing that they'd had. They loved it. They We had another event in the industrial park, and we had our holiday block party. Some of the ladies came to that. I said, okay, so the deal is we got to get you out of the house, and we got to bribe you with food, and you'll come. And they're like, yeah, every time. And they love being out, and they love being part of the community. So let's talk about Seaforce for a second. So last time I was on, you met Colton. And Colton is still working with Metadyne and Mark. And Mark has added another um, student name. Sorry, I'm looking at my phone. Um, Connor, Colton Bruni and Connor Nor- Norvell. 
They're both seniors at Gulfport High School. They're working on robotics, programming, and electrical and mechanical engineering projects for Metadyne. And Metadyne with the high school and counselors and the teachers and families and all that, those two students are working on their applications to MIT and Georgia Tech. So those are the caliber of students that that we're immersing into the into the workforce. So let me go through the other. It's going to sound like the birthday club, but here we go. We have nine. Well, Colton's on this list. So we have eight other interns. And this is something that we've had to kind of repopulate after COVID as well, because we had 34 kids and then they couldn't come to work or school. And so we had to kind of shut it down and then redo it. So we've got Gracie Smallwood, Cameron Britton, Amari Jackson, Nicholas Willis, Jeb Barda, Charlie Meyer, Jeremiah and Jean, and Aliyah Pereer. So these students work, uh, Gracie works with us, Cameron works with us. They do digital media, they do videos. They were on a lot of the parties that we had. Uh, and we're gonna send them out into the community to do testimonials from our customers, from our commissioners. Amari's on that team as well. Nicholas is as well. Um, Jeb works at the Mississippi Aquarium. Charlie works at the Mississippi Aquarium. Jeremiah works at w WJZD. And Aliyah works at Suncoast. Um, Aliyah works at Suncoast John Deere. I didn't know if that was Suncoast Building Materials, but I think it's John Deere. So, um, and these are students that they get to pick what they think they want to do, and we put them in the seat and let them try it out, and then we pay them. And it's uh, I've said it before. One of my favorite things to do is sign a check to Aliyah for one hundred and twenty-six dollars and forty-eight cents. That's her paycheck, and um, and it means a lot because a lot of times these are those students' first jobs ever, and and they're getting some to put on their resume and they're building relationships and hopefully they'll come back to the coast after they or stay on the coast if they don't go off to school. I really enjoyed our conversation with Colton Bruni the last time that we visited. What a bright young man he is and he's a testament to the other young people that you're dealing with. It's amazing. So Bill Labor is from the Harris County Development Commission. It's been a pleasure to kind of catch up with you. Good luck and happy new year to you guys. Same to you guys. Thanks for all you do and uh, let's rock it out in 2022. We'll see you after the first year. Take care, buddy. Uh, Thank we'll you. See you tomorrow. Have a great day. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.